0: Yes, sir! You already know what time it is! It's the Bronx Bias Podcast, Episode 70!
1: find this so got you
2: don't be no hate in this dance we do it live fuck it
0: do it live welcome Welcome to episode number 70 of the Bronx Bias Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Den Zell, a.k.a. Harry Potter, a.k.a. DeBron James. And we are back like Jordan wearing the faux five. I want to start by saying thank you to everyone who tunes in who likes, who subscribes, who shares, and who supports. Thank you to everyone who is active and engaging with me on the social media platforms. I truly, truly, truly appreciate all of the love and all the support I receive from y'all. Thank you to all the essential workers out there still. And finally, thank you to all the people who are out here continuously using their voices to affect change in a positive way. We always, 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 always have to start the shows with the thank yous because the thank yous are very, very, very important. Please do not forget your boy Denzel has official Bronx Bias Podcast merchandise available for purchase. You can visit the website Bronx Biaspod.myshopify.com B-R-O-N-X B-I-A-S p o d dot m y s h o p i f y dot com, Bronx Bias Pod dot shopify dot com. Come check it out. Come fuck with me on there. I got hoodies. I got t shirts. I got tote bags. I got COVID masks, and I got stickers with much, much, much more to come. As I've said before, you know I'm an independent podcaster from the Bronx, NY, and this is just a great way to support the show um, beyond just listening and sharing and supporting and, and sharing it and all those things. Um, this is just a great way to help the show continue to go the way that it is. You know, I don't have no big sponsorship. I ain't got no deals. So um, supporting the merch is the best way um, for you guys to just help the podcast continue to go on the way it does. Um, so I can continue to, you know, fund it and continue to run it the way that I do do it. Um, it's a great way to do that. Of course, I understand everyone's financial situation is different. I'm only asking if you can, if you are able to support the merchandise, it would be greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated. Um, and I truly, sincerely appreciate every single last person who has went on the website and supported the merch. I truly, truly appreciate you guys. But with all of that being said... We are going to have a great, 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 great show today. I'm very excited for you guys to hear this show, and I'm in an amazing mood, I'm in a tremendous mood, and I am ready to go. So let's get it.
3: I am in a very, very, very good
0: mood. Today's intro was an amazing, amazing, amazing song from a Bronx queen. A Bronx queen, don't you forget it it is called family affair by mary j blige off of the album no more drama a true 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 bronx queen a legend in the hip-hop and r&b game mary j is one of them untouchable folk one of them untouchable folk out here who has been in who has been making music since what 92 i believe since 1992 so that was before i was born Since 1992 to now, she's a queen in every respect. Um, All the great albums she's had, the amazing career she's had. And also, I want to know something about Mary J. I believe her and Pharrell, I don't know, maybe they have discovered the fountain of youth. Like, I see pictures of Mary J. I see her at award shows. I see her doing, you know, appearances or commercials or whatever. And she looks the exact same. The only thing that changes about Mary J is her hair that's it her and Pharrell Williams I don't know maybe they found the fountain of youth and they're keeping it to themselves because if I did I would keep it to myself too but I need to know what's in the water that they are drinking, the fruits that they are eating or the products they're using on their skin because if I when I get to her age Mary J's age and Pharrell's age I want to look the exact same as well so shout out to Mary J a Bronx legend Uh, I thought it was the perfect song today because it is sort of a family affair on today's show and I consider you guys who listen my family so I just thought it was extremely appropriate for today and Mary J if you're listening out there please if you if you feel so inclined share the fountain of youth secrets with your boy share the fountain of youth secrets with your boy because I'm trying to be in my 80s looking like I'm 25. Okay? Shout out to the queen, Bronx legend, Mary J. Blige. Now it is time for my favorite, 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 segment of the podcast. It is called Bronx Facts. For those of you guys who do not know, or maybe it's your first time listening to the show, Bronx Facts is the segment I like to do at the beginning of each show. Just to give one fact about the Bronx, New York that people may not know, that people may have never heard before, just to try and show how many great things, how many great ideas, and how many great people come from the Bronx, New York. So without any further ado, your Bronx fact for today is The Bronx Memoir Project is a published anthology by the Bronx Council of the Arts brought forth through a series of workshops meant to empower Bronx residents and shed the stigma on the Bronx's burning past. The Bronx Memoir Project was created as an ongoing collaboration between the Bronx Council on the Arts and other cultural institutions. The goal of the project was to develop and refine memoir fragments written by people of all walks of life that share a common bond with residents within the Bronx. And that is your Bronx Fact for episode number
1: 70. Damn, son, where'd you find this?
0: All right, all right. We're getting right to it today. Today is a special episode. Today is a very special episode because we have three guests. This is the first time for me where I've had more than two guests appear on my show at once. So this is a very special occasion for us today. We have very, very special guests, Warren, Eddie F and Adrian, who are Bronx based entrepreneurs and the co-creators of Leland Legends Apparel, which is a clothing and lifestyle brand that is started right here in the Bronx, New York. Guys, welcome to the show. How are you?
1: Great. Happy to be here. Thank we you. For are having good. Us. Thanks for having us, Denzel.
0: No problem. No problem. It's a pleasure to have you guys. You guys know. It's called the Bronx Buyers Podcast. Every episode I want to do is just bring forward the best of the borough. Because like Mike of the Bronx Bass said on my podcast before, the Bronx is a borough that is responsible for so much culture, so much creativity, so much innovation, but does not get the credit for it. So anytime I can have brothers on from the Bronx or sisters on from the Bronx, this is the best interviews that I do because I love the Bronx so much and I love having people on who are from the Bronx as well
1: appreciate the love appreciate the love yeah we grew grew up and bred in the Bronx
0: (laughs) that's right all right so guys can you tell me uh what are the places where are the places I'm sorry where are the places that the people can reach you if they want to get in contact with you or if they want to see all the work that Leland Legends Apparel does and we'll start with Warren so Warren where are some of the places that the people can reach you and Leland Legends
2: Well, if you want to know anything about Leland Legends Apparel, you can go straight to our uh, Instagram page. That is Leland Legends Apparel, Leland, L-E-L-A-N-D, Legends Apparel, and you can find us there. Also, I am personally, my personal page is Facebook under Warren Wilkerson, and I have some uh, pictures and where I could be contacted there as well.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Eddie, is there any places that people can reach you on social media or anywhere else that you are?
1: No, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what we got going on is definitely Leland Legend Apparel at the IG. And at this moment right now, I do have an IG account where you could also get your Leland Legend Apparel. And that would be simply Leland Legend at F, E-D-F, Leland Legend at F. Go right there, place your order, ready to go. That's where you can find us.
0: Awesome, awesome. And lastly, Adrian, any places that the people can reach you on social media or otherwise?
3: Um, both my brothers already said it. They reach him on IG. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty much the accountant of the firm. Um, so I am running the numbers, making sure everything's in order, making sure the company is in compliance with all the stuff. So I'm really like the back office. So my brothers at EF and Warren are the forefront of the company. And so you can reach them all and all the stuff from the uh, Instagram and reach them on Facebook as well.
0: Awesome. 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 No, that's great. Want to make sure that the people can come and find you, you know, not just hear you like, where, where can I find these guys? Or oh, I want to see what they do. So that's perfect. Absolutely. i also make and sure to put it in the description.
1: Yes. No question. And then so if I may add, please Leland legends uh, apparel website.com will be in service pretty soon it is a work in progress so that is also going to be another place where you're going to be able to find us as well great great and
2: and, and and
1: to piggyback off of what ed
2: said if people are familiar with hashtags feel free to use hashtag Leland legends it gives so much of the history of our brotherhood our brand our apparel long before the apparel started
0: great great So the first question that I like to ask each guest that I have on um, is about COVID and the last year of 2020, because this is a year that has been sort of unpredictable in every way possible. Um, And there are a lot of positives that came out of it, but there are also many negatives that came out of it. So the first question I always like to ask is, how has COVID in the past year of 2020 affected you personally? And also, how has that affected your business? So we'll start with Warren. So how has COVID in the last year of 2020 affected you personally and how has it affected the business?
2: Well, so be honest, um, personally, it, it was pretty bad. I was fortunate enough that no one directly or my family was, um, caught COVID. You know, we do have some outside friends that was affected. One of our, um, teammates that we play with, someone that grew up with us on Leland. His name is Ferdy. May he rest in peace. He caught COVID, he did pass. So that was tremendous on all of us. But um, as far as our business, um, we, I can honestly say that it probably was COVID that motivated us to start our apparel company.
0: And that that's and what I'm saying, like the positive. So that I have the same story. I was working in insurance before this. Right. And when COVID came around, the, my employer at the time was saying, well, you know, if any employee catches COVID, the, employment, the, the employee's remaining employment is at the mercy of the company. And I thought to myself, I said, well, why don't I just take this time to finally do something that I always wanted to do, finally do something that I thought was just, you know, finally have sort of a reason to do it, right? So that's the positive that I take out of it. And I've seen a lot of people as well do the same thing. Um, just to just to see this opportunity where you have a lot of free time and finally invest it into something that's positive and something that you wanted to do personally, right? So I just, I, that's the pot, the biggest positive of it. We don't obviously don't want to lose anyone to this infectious disease and rest in peace to your brother. Um, but like, this is just like, this is the time when you had a dream and an idea, like this is the perfect time to do it. You got so much free time on your hands.
2: Absolutely.
0: Um, I just, and I feel like, anyone out there who's listening, if you want to do something, you got time, you got the internet and I'm sure you got people who support you. So go for it. Like this is certainly possible. Very possible. Um, so Eddie F we'll go to you next. How has COVID affected you, um, you personally, and how has it affected the business in your opinion?
1: No, Ashley, you know, um, to go off my brother Warren right there, you know, anybody in his circles and my circle as well, we have the same circle. So we was all affected by the same brother's, and sisters who you know who have passed away so it was definitely a tough time and we all know that um losing jobs and things of that nature but like we say though um the positives of it came out of it is that uh we finally said you know we got something that we want to bring out there for the people you know why don't we work together why don't we become you know these uh these bronx guys you know bringing some flavor bringing our flavor so you know me and Warren, you know, we started working and we Adrian's involved and my cousin Boo, we have our Leland Legends involved in it. And uh, we just started, you know, getting ideas done, jotting them down, working together, phone calls every day. It actually got us a little bit closer even. Phone calls every day, working with the brothers and, you know, the product is out. The product is out. So um, it's actually, is working well right now, you know, so um, bad in the beginning going on our way now to the top that's where we are
0: great that's great and lastly adrian how has covid in the past year of 2020 affected you
3: um was like you said is good and bad i lost three family members in in covid rest time. in peace rest in peace and um and I, it's been an emotional ride for me i've been up and down um at the same time my brother's that you know they full-fledged into developing the the Leland Legends name and getting it out there and the good thing about that is that they all have we all had this entrepreneurial spirit always before we did Leland Legends there was big promotions in, in the and setting up parties and things like that so the good thing about this whole combination is that we have Warren and EDF as the front face, as the marketing team and, and 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 technically reaching out to the public while on the back end, which is me, the accountant, make sure everything is good. Because if you know that the small business in, and the entities, they set up everything, but they forget the back office, the taxes, the things that needs to be done. And that's why you hear all the news. This company went in bankruptcy or this one's in trouble because they didn't pay taxes and the accountant did So. That's where I come in, and I want to make sure they f- have the confidence and the surety to keep moving forward, knowing that I take care of the back end. Because the worst thing to do is, this thing blows up, Leland Ledge is all up in signs, and next thing you know in the news is, oh, they didn't pay their taxes, they didn't do anything. So, so it's a good combination of things, and that's why we're in, I think we're in a good point right now of moving forward, you know. So, so it's a bad thing, combination of good things with the establishment of the brand bad thing with my losing my father my cousin and and my aunt all in the same year 2020 but you know they're in a better place and you know try to keep moving forward and and pray right that's right it's very important to
0: of course acknowledge our fallen brothers and sisters um but there is so much good that came out of it and i wouldn't be in a position to be able to talk to you guys without it so i do i do look at it as you know, it's unfortunate for a lot of people, but also very fortunate for myself and for people like you guys finally being able to bring your creativity out and make it something that is well known, you know, make it something that is out there for people to go and see. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So what we're going to do is I want to know about you guys, man. I want to know about you guys' journey. I want to know about you guys' story. I want to know what goes into making this business and what was the chief inspirations for it so the first question that i have for you guys is what inspired you guys to start your career business creation or movement with lee legends apparel and we will start with warren wow
2: we're 30 years we're 30 years 30 plus years of doing what we do and that's a brotherhood we have a, third, a brotherhood that's 30 plus years strong. Um, unfortunately, we lost one of our brothers uh, 29 years ago to gun violence. Um, and also we lost another brother um, recently, going on two years now, uh, to unfortunately to a health, health condition, like a heart attack. But our first brother that passed away, his name was George. Very known in the Bronx, one of the most charming, charismatic, just one of these guys ahead of his time. His name was George, George Wayne Ortiz. He brought us all together. And then our other brother that recently passed away, his name was Prince, um, Marlo Ziela. And his nickname, street name was Prince, God Body, actually. Prince Sungarala. Unfortunately, he was one of the most healthiest guys in our group. He passed away um, of a heart attack. But just that little bit of history, we've all been together 30-plus years. And we started on the street name, Leland and Archer. We was the Leland Boys. That's how we started. Leland Boys, the Leland Jungle, and so many other nicknames. And we just kept going, and everyone knew us by Leland, Leland Boys. Leland Jungle, whichever that it was. Then we started playing sports. And once the sports started, I believe it was Eddie F that came up with Leland Legends. And once Leland Legends took off as a sports team, it it stuck with us. That was the last name that anyone knew us by was Leland Legends. So that stayed with us ever since. And whenever we would get our, our uniforms, our jerseys for our teams, everybody wanted a shirt. Everybody, hey, I want one of those shirts. No, these shirts are just for the team. So it was always small talks of maybe we should start selling these shirts. And, of course, you know, conversations go on, no action. And then COVID hit. And as I said earlier, we had a lot of free time, and we maximized on that free time, and we created the Leland Legends of Power.
0: Great. All right. So, Eddie, same question. What inspired you guys? What inspired you? To help start uh, Leland Legends of power. Right.
1: Well, you know, j- just like Warren said, you know, it's one of these things that for me it was for the people. You know, the, the people inspired me. You know, just like he said, you know, every time we made a creation and, you know, throwing the shirt for our stickball team, you know, everybody else wanted one. So we've noticed that there was always this thing where, you know, it, it's a want type thing. that that's what we want. So we finally said, you know. Let's use our flavor. We've always been trendsetters. You know, everybody knows us from the Bronx. You know, we, we're, we're, we're a block on Leland Avenue, Leland and Archer in the Bronx. That's right in the outside of, me, uh, of Parkchester vicinity, you know, and um, that's pretty much where, where we've dominated our pretty much our childhood. And so piggy off of warming, you know, Leland boys to, to the crew. Everything we've just did from there has been legend everything. So the, the name just stuck like that, Leland Legends. And um, it's one of these things where it's like, um, like I said, it's for the people. The people inspire me. Every time I see somebody and they say, you know, we want one of those, it just makes me want to, you know, work harder and, and do more creations. That's what it is.
0: The people. Great. Great. And lastly, Adrian, uh, what inspired you to start and what inspired you to get on board with the Leland Legends apparel?
3: Um, I, I got on board because I always supported my brothers, you know, whatever they did. I was a person that always supported whatever they wanted to do. Um, you know, and I always, always known from back way when I was always a, a, a nerd. I, w- I graduated from high school in St. Raymond's in the Bronx. And, um, and that's how they, that's how they met me. Warren would tell you that they met me through the briefcase. I used to go to school walking with a briefcase. So as then I, and what gravitated to, to us is that we are a, a, a marsh of accepting people for who and what they are. We don't try to change them or nothing. And that's what Beautiful uh, Brotherhood is about. And when they wanted to do this uh, this brand and setting it up, I said, I'm on board and I'll do what I can to help you and, and, and make sure that, the the all the other things are in order i've never one been to in the forefront in, in far as like you know in publicity and marketing like that i'm more of a uh, behind you know in the back so to speak and and they are that way so i came on board and I supported them from the time they talked about it and it wasn't a, a, a real how we say it wasn't it took time we we debated we talked about it and then we finally came to a conclusion and that's how we took off and and then the the the, the designs EDF, you know did a wonderful job and everything and it's just continue on with the pidau name and the the sign, the there's there's different designs that mean certain things on the on the on the, on the, the clothes on the pal. you have this the song which is for g and then you have a P, which is for Prince Superman, because he was, always, he was a muscular dude. So there's always, there's always something symbol, meaning in legend Legend's power. That's really what it is.
0: All right. Great. Great. Also, Adrian, you are very much a part of the, uh, of the brand because that back office stuff, let me tell you. Somebody trying to do all this, accounting, taxes. Let me tell you something about taxes, okay? That you don't want no smoke with the IRS. <laughs> I have learned so much about money, money management, and business accounts in one year. So, brother, mm. hey, I might have to talk to you off mic, and we need to set something up because I gotta make sure my books is straight, okay? All
2: right. Yep. That's right. He's the truth, too. He's the, the truth. truth. He's been I gotta going to make sure to for over 10 years.
0: I got to make sure the books are straight because the IRS, bro. Well,
3: you know, you know, I'm for more. I'm for businesses growing. And you always see this, you know, Fat Joe was in it. Wesley Snipes. All these actors have some type of issues with taxes and they have an accountant and the accountant didn't do right. At the end of the day, it's the business owner that's responsible for it. See, the accountant didn't go to jail. Joe, Joe, uh, in fact, Joe did. Snipes didn't go. Snipes went to jail, not the accountant. So it goes to show that even though you hire somebody else, you're still responsible for that thing. So that's why it's very important that my I take care of this because I don't want anything to happen, you know, negatively against the Lee lands. Straight name,
0: up, especially if it grows, you know, straight up. We don't want nobody dealing with the IRS. Let me tell you, okay? Yeah, yeah. Don't fear New,
3: York. New York is horrible too. New York will come after you more quickly than New York, than the IRS. So
2: Ooh, we don't want it none a, of that. We don't uh, want no, problems.
3: <laughs> no problems with
0: that. Okay. So my next question for you guys is what do you want to convey or what do you want your overall message to be with the brand Leland Legends Apparel? Um, So I feel like that message is something that's important. Right. So when I look at me, the Bronx Bias podcast, I want to literally break some of the biases from the Bronx. You know, people have such this uh, such a negative view, in my opinion, on the Bronx as as a whole. Right. Or people just think of it as, oh, the Yankees or people just think of it as, oh, um, you know, hip hop may have started here, but it ain't, you know, nobody checking for the Bronx. So my one of the things that I really take personally is trying to highlight the Bronx in any way that I can. So that's with the interviews. That's what a segment I do at the beginning of the show called Bronx Facts. I just try to present it in a more positive light just to try and break some of the stigmas that is on it. So for you guys, what are the overall messages that you would like to convey with Leland Legends Apparel? So we'll start with Warren.
2: Uh, For me, I would say it's... um... It's possible, you know, to be born and raised in the Bronx as we would say to do Bronx things, and you would like to see it grow from the bottom up, you know, and you can keep your creativity. You don't have to change things as we would say go Hollywood. You can keep that kind of culture, that Bronx culture, you know, and that's what we're trying to do. As Adrian mentioned, you know, Eddie F has been like the, the master creator. He's this executive creator of the of the apparel he has came up with designs and not just designs that uh you just say okay I saw something on a billboard or I I like this I like that he has created content that means so much to us you know from the music to the barcode things that identify who we are as brothers who we are as dads who we are as you know uncles and being role models or, you know, just trying to inspire people to do great things. So for me, it is very important, you know, that we continue to create content and, and designs and art that represents something more than just a shirt that's just trying to get sold. We actually, we a lot of times we say we are almost like selling our brotherhood. We say you're buying a shirt of a 30 plus year brotherhood. And it hasn't always been easy. We have fought with each other. I'm talking about from being like teenagers to wrestling, to fighting rug burns because we're wrestling because we don't agree on something. To being older men, to not getting along. But when it's all said and done, we're going forward to each other's kids. You know, we've been around. We've had some hard times. Unfortunately, as I said, we had to bury two of our brothers, you know, which weighs heavy on our hearts. You know, so it, it it's 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 a brand that really means a lot. It really means a lot to us. All right, we actually, all right. uh, wear it on the sleeve. Oh, got the ink. Uh, and this ink is maybe twenty years old. Wow, it's like twenty years old. Wow, so it, that's it, great. It, it's a brand that has a lot of meaning to it.
0: That's great. That's great, Eddie F. Same question. What would you like to? be the overall message, or what would you like to convey with Leland Legends Apparel?
1: Well, I mean, right there, you know, I think Warren answered it, answered it really beautifully, you know, really thorough as well. I read what everything he said, and I think what's really important, you know, the message that we want to send also is that, you know, even after, you know, becoming legendary status or, you know, doing what we do for 30-plus years, that it's not too late to start it now. Obviously, we wish we could have started this 30 years ago. You know, we really wish we could have with our brother G, with our brother Lao Prince, you know, imagine where we would be now. But the focus is using them, using their energy, using their energy to keep going so that way we could do something, something positive for ourselves. And like Warren said, true meaning. So that's what it's about, you know, 30 plus years in and you can still start something with your brothers that you love. That's yes.
0: right up. That's true. One hundred percent. And lastly, Adrian, uh, what would you like the overall message to be, or what would you like to convey with Leland Legends of
3: Power? Unity and brotherhood is it's, is it's it's there and it's not inaccessible because as we already know, as you start from a child and you go through life, school and and hanging with friends, and and as you get older, you know, paths start to the, you know diverse, different places, and then people that you grew up with are moving on with their lives and they're no longer in contact with the people that they grew up with. And people say, you know, as you go further up in life, you know, you get new friends and you let go of the ones that you were back then, but not necessarily so, you know. And it's oh, this to let them know, the people know that Leland Legends is, like Warren said, uh, 30 years and plus of, from childhood. I would say, into our teenagers till now, that even though we have difference of opinion, even how we have difference of, of, of things that interest us. For example, I'm not a sports guy. Warren and Prince and everybody else was sports fanatics. I'm not. I, I'll be the first guy. But I will sit with them and watch the game and joke and make cracks at it. But that's the gist of it. Meaning that don't always think that when you move on to bigger, better places to, to cut off the people that you, that you grew close with when you were younger, you can still have that attachment and brotherhood if you're both learn to accept and, and, and come together and move forward into, into the future. Cause you could all, people could always have different avenues, but also be together. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, Warren is doing this, Eddie F. is doing that, Booby's doing that, Kenny Mac is doing that. Everybody's doing all these different things, but we know we never lost that love and attachment for each other. And it's, it's able to be done. You know, it's no, so basically, what I'm trying to say is you don't necessarily have to cut people off in order to achieve where you want to be. Right. Unless it, unless if it's detrimental to where you want to be. But if it's not, if somebody wants to do something different, But you both have a connection in the mind, then you can still be together and still enjoy each other's company. That's pretty much what the goal is here,
0: my opinion. Right. Right. So it's a real message of unity with you guys. It's a real message of inclusion and camaraderie and all those beautiful things that we that we all experience living here in the Bronx. Like that is, I think about my friends that I've known since I was ten since I was 15, going to school, going to the park, playing basketball after school, hanging out. And these are still some of the people that I'm very, very close with to this day. And that is what really is one of the biggest things about the Bronx, that you just make these connections with people and they last forever. Like I've had friends to move away and I'm still in contact with them because of where we all started, where we all met. And that's like, I see is very important with you guys and your brand. Yes. Absolutely. Right. So my next question for you guys is how important is it to highlight the borough of the Bronx, with you guys movement, how important do you think it is to showcase that you guys are a Bronx brand Bronx brothers and have a, a organization and movement that started in the Bronx? We'll start with Warren. Um,
2: a lot, a lot of it is just to do with, uh, our name in itself, Leland legends apparel, you know, um, We all started there. I mean, we've all moved from there. We've moved on. Some of us don't even live in the Bronx anymore. And that's why also uh, our communication, you know, our brotherhood is what keeps us together, even when we're far apart. But being from the Bronx, being from Leland, we always say Leland is our home. You know, it's it's unfortunate, but when our brothers did pass away from George, to the Prince, the first place we went is to Leland because that was home for us, and we all conjugated on Leland because that's where we felt together the most, to feel each other's presence. So, being from the Bronx, being from Leland, is a huge is a huge factor in being having a Bronx brand, you know. So, I think that means everything. All right, People all right, will always be home. right,
0: right. Yeah. All right, Eddie, Eddie F next. Same question. Um, how important is it to you to highlight the borough in the Bro- of the Bronx?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, the Bronx is the Bronx is our home. It's very important to highlight the Bronx. Just like you, you say, you know, uh, different neighborhoods in the Bronx. There's a lot of love. Who would think, you know, on a small corner on Leland Avenue, you would get this bond of brothers that would be forever. You know what I mean? So it, it's absolutely important, you know, the Bronx to us, um, We've represented the Bronx our whole lives, going to clubs since 1988, 1987, going out there, you know, representing for the BX all day. That's how we do it. You know what I mean? So all the all the brands from the Bronx, we, we really love them, man. It's very important because that's where we from BX all day. baby. That's
0: right. That's right. That's right. All right. And lastly, Adrian, how important is it to you to highlight the borough of the Bronx with this movement of Leland Legends of Power?
3: Well, like you mentioned in the beginning of your podcast that, you know, the Bronx doesn't get a lot of recognition, you know, except for hip hop, you know, started and everything now in the 21st century. The hip hop is all over down south, all over internationally. But that's why I think uh, to show that not only negativity comes from the Bronx, positivity, you know, and, and in essence, also the the camaraderie that could be still established and be still driving you know then we see in the news these things negatively news to quickly say oh shooting here this is that and all that stuff but also there's also these type of things that aren't getting the news the proper exposure of like you said this camaraderie sure setting up on your power you know i also applaud i don't know if you see a lot of these. Uh, other people like these portable car washers they they they're in the street now instead of going to car wash, they have these vans that they wash cars on the side, making their money there that way that shows another way of how people in the Bronx are utilizing the Bronx and that the the tools and to to make it better for them not also not engaging in negative or detrimental activity where it causes crime and all this other stuff so i think the bronx is needs to to be shown in a better light and showing the positivity that's still coming out of the bronx that's still here very true very true very true and that's very
0: important to me that's very important to me as well so i'm glad that we got the same message we're on the same page with that because that is important like i want it to be like 10 years down the line 20 years down the line where people don't look at it of look at the borough of the Bronx as, you know, I would never go there. or Oh, it's only poverty and crime or, oh, it's only the New York Yankees there. Like there's so many other things that are here. So many great people that are here. Very important for for me to showcase that with the show and to have people on like you guys to showcase that and what you guys do as well. So my next question for you guys is what is the significance or the meaning behind your signature phrase, Bado? And uh, we'll start with Eddie F first on this one. What is the meaning or the significance behind your signature phrase, Bado?
1: First of all, Denzel, you say it perfectly right there. You say it. You say it perfectly.
0: Good. Good.
1: That. 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 that was incredible. Now, Bado, Badeau, Badeau is uh, brothers are destined on owning our history. Mm. Bado. Brothers are destined on owning our history. So that's something that we've always been um, been ready for. You know what I mean? We've always knew that we was always going to control our own history. We was always going to do what we wanted to do as a unit and solo. You know what I mean? So those started on the corner it was me and my brother G Smooth. Georgie lives all day. You know, we was on the corner of Leland Avenue having a good day. And pretty much Badu is one of those things, sort of like back in the day when, um, you know, sort of like a calling. Hey, yo, you know, my brothers on Fox Street, they would be over there on some, ooh, wee. You know what I mean? So then from there, we wanted to get our own thing. So, Badu, but you hear Badu, anybody hears Badu, they already know that's that calling. We over there at Roseland, 1988, 1990, we out there. So you hear the calling, Badoo, we all unit together. We, we, and we stick together. That was that code word. Then all of a sudden, it just became a, a meaning of itself. It just became everything. You know, if I call Warren, I'll call Warren, yo, Bado. You know what I mean? And he knows he's Bado. You know, yo, that's Badoo. Badoo is, Bado is everything when it comes to that. And I'll let Warren get his crack at that in Adrian because it means something to everybody. But Bado is definitely um, in our vocabulary. I definitely want to give my brother Warren the credit on spelling it. We, we, we got the spelling to it. So I definitely want to put that up in there as well.
0: Brothers are destined on owning our history. Mm -hmm. Yes, Right. So that, so to you, Warren, uh, what is the, what is the meaning to you? What is the significance to you?
2: Just like Ed said, you know, it started with Eddie F with George, you know, they had their day, was hanging out having a fabulous day as always because Every day he was with G was a fabulous day. So they started their day. Next thing you know, and this is before cell phones, anything. So I didn't hear about Badeau until we later met up on the block, which is Leland. And they told me the whole breakdown of Badeau. And like Ed said, you know, Fox, because Fox is another famous street in the Bronx, you know, with basketball players, a lot of brothers that get together. Just to have a good time. Everybody kind of had their own calling. So we was like, we Leland, we special, we different. So George and Eddie F created our special calling. And it's just Bado. And it stood. 30 years later, it stood. So it went from meeting to say, what's up, you know, from afar. I gotta get your attention to calling the kids. I would we call our kids Bado. We could be across the room, somebody says, Bado, depending on the facial structure, I know it's a problem that something serious is happening. And then it could be something funny like, Bado, look, look at that over there. Look at how funny that is. And it, it just took off. And as Ed said, it means so much. It means everything when we go play sports. And Eddie Up is our captain. Eddie Up is an historic person in the Bronx that coaches. Leland Legends stickball team Mm -hmm. he's El Capitan (laughs) El Capitan that's Eddie up and we have a thing that after our games after we win because we do it after a win you don't want to speak to El Capitan after we lose Mm because we don't hear but (laughs) though but even after our win El Capitan brings us together the team comes in together everybody screams yells and at the end Eddie F ends it with the Bado and everybody adds on. So Bado has just taken on so many different meanings. Great. Great. Yeah.
0: Great. All right. And lastly, Adrian, what is the significance or the meaning behind Bado to you? What does it mean to you? It
3: means safety. You know, when I hear Bado, I know that my brothers are around, uh, free in a an environment or a location that we're not, we're not familiar with, but we're there. And I hear that word. I know that they're around. And like Warren said, the way you say it also means something, you know. Like it's but or bado. you know, the, the emphasis. So we know how to do it. So now some people would say, okay, I'm going to say bado, Okay, but that could be something different. So we know how to say it and this is not it's not in different form where we use uh, another word but the emphasis how we say but also conveys what we're talking about It was something serious you know though, you know and so it means safety it also means of means of communication it's also sometimes how to communicate without communicating verbally you don't want people around you knowing what you're talking about, so we know when we say "bado," you know, you know and something like that. And they'd say it as a joke, but there is some some um, some meaning behind it when you say it in different tones and so. But so it means safety and and and, and love, affection, and and you know, unity.
2: It, it's definitely with love and affection too, because. We have shed tears, hugging each other, crying, saying "bado," like a warm embrace. But "bado," I love you, and the, the that exchange is "bado." It it just means everything.
0: Wow, that's great. That is a great, great phrase with a beautiful meaning behind it, and um, that's great, man. I'm I'm glad I'm glad I said it right. I was I was like, you know, I make sure I get it right. You know, I don't wanna. <laughs> I don't want to, you know, I don't want to step on nobody's toes here. I got to make sure I get it right. So it I didn't get it right. On, I practiced. So we got
1: we to gotta admit, man, everybody has their own way of saying it. And as long as you say it, you know, with the love, that's all that matters.
3: Yeah, I get it. It took a while for us to come up to because we didn't know if it's with three O's or two O's.
2: Yeah, it took some time.
3: Yeah, but when sometimes we have kind of meaning, and then we had to have three L's with that meaning. So therefore, that's why we stuck with that. But though with the three L's, okay, yeah. all right, yeah, you know, and that's what you know, that's what it is. That's great. That's
0: great. Um, so my next question for you guys are is um, what are some of the shortcomings um that you guys had to try and overcome when you first started? Right. So for a podcast, I would say the hardest thing is like. Maybe getting people to listen, maybe getting people to give you a chance. Um, How do you market properly? How do you make sure that enough people get an opportunity to see it? How do you build confidence in yourself to do a show for an hour and a half or more each week? Right. So those were the things for me um, trying to get over. Like, how do I get enough confidence, to continue this? How do I get enough, make sure that people are actually want to listen to the show? Like, how do I make a show that people want to listen to? So for you guys creating this brand, obviously you guys have the brotherhood and that won't change. But in terms of just creating the business side of it, what were some of the hardest things that you guys had to overcome um, when you guys started with it on the business side? Um, So I will go with Warren first.
2: Uh, I would say scheduling, you know, scheduling, as I said, you know, we don't live on Leland anymore. Everyone has, you know, went and live in different areas now so the the scheduling has been one of our truest obstacles because I mean we of course we could do zooms we could do facetime you know text messaging group chats but to get to see each other to actually be in a room together that has been a, a more so a, one of the biggest obstacles that we have had to overcome as a business. Because as, um, you know, as we spoke about before, John, which is who's Booby, he was, he's a part of this. He was trying to schedule some things around to be here with us. You know, as you see Eddie F, as much as we try to schedule things, he unfortunately, you know, is driving, you know. So the, the scheduling is definitely uh, one of our, one of our biggest obstacles. And that also is a good, is a good sign as well, because we have families, we work. So these things do, you know, sometimes take a little bit more precedence over what we just started, you know, uh, building our brand. But, um, I would say, you know, that, that has definitely been a challenge. That has definitely been a challenge.
0: Okay. And Adrian, what would you say was one of the most difficult things to, um, to that what were the more difficult things that you encountered when you guys first started it? Because now you are on the business side. Right. So the brotherhood is the brotherhood. Right. There's nothing that's going to change about that. But like when you now go into business with your brothers, maybe one guy has a different idea on how to do certain things. One guy has another idea on how to do certain things. And maybe you guys are clashing creatively on how to do certain things. So. What would you say, in your opinion, was one of the hardest things to
3: overcome in the beginning? Well, it, I think it would. It, it was. Um, I think it could say that uh, setting up, like it, that, Warren said, meetings, because um, certain things are time sensitive on the back end, back office, where things need to be done, as far as you know, how to file the paperwork, how to. Treat your t- how to treat the business? How you're going to be a corporation? If you're not going to be a corporation, um, also making sure that you know conveying that these things need to be followed as far as tracking your expenses and tracking your revenue. Don't get too caught up. And so the thing was is getting the 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 marketing side is no problem. The creative side is not a problem. Now is the part of doing the tedious stuff is, okay, oh man, I got to track this. I got to make sure this is taken care of to give it to Adrian and stuff like that. So those are the things that, the, 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 that we had, um, how we could say problems, but obstacles. But now we we reach a point that now we're handling it much better where, you know, we talk more and I say what I need to say and say, this is what needs to be done. And so therefore, when time to do taxes, we not be our headlights and like fumbling, getting things done. Like, for example, I tell uh, oh, Warren ADF, let's run everything through the bank account, the business. Let's not do things, your, your card, your personal card, because then it gets things all compobulated. So we right. try to keep things streamlined and move forward. So that was the shortcomings, but we like, we're a lot better now with it.
0: All right. And lastly, Eddie, um, the same question for you. What are some of the shortcomings that you had to overcome um, that that you would say that you had you guys had to overcome when you first started with Leland Legends Apparel?
1: I mean, something like that, you know, piggybacking off of my brother said, you know, um, the shortcomings that pretty much we're going through them now, to be honest, we're going through them now. You know, I mean, um, in the beginning. It's all love, you know, you, you, your hype, you're getting your designs going on, you, you know, everybody's all together, we're doing it, and then as, as it becomes the business, it becomes a little bit more serious, it becomes a little bit more serious, you know, so then you tend to, you know, the jitters come along, you know, but then you see the love again, like I say, I'll go back to the people, the people inspired us, people inspired us to do what we're doing, so we feel like we're moving along the right way, so as far as shortcomings, I mean, We just don't have enough. We need more. That's the shortcomings. You know, we need to flood the stores. That's what we're doing next. So that's pretty much my approach when when it comes to it. No shortcomings. We on our way. We on our way. We all on
0: our way. That's right. That's Right. right. That's right. All right. So my next question for you guys is, what advice would you give to a young person who wants to start their own business, who wants to start their own creation or want to start their own movement. I think that's very important, how we leave something for the the young ones out there who's listening. So what advice would you say is very important for them um, if they wanted to start their own thing? So we'll start with Warren first.
2: Uh, For me, uh, short and sweet, just get started. Just get to it. You know, I don't have this, so what? Get started. Where am I gonna go next? So what, get started. Start putting it on paper, just started, and you can actually put things together as you go along. Because uh, that's similar to what we did. We didn't really make it public until uh, like Adrian help uh, helped us line up some things, but basically <laughs> we got started. You know, we had the time during uh, the pandemic we just started writing things down. We started Zooming. We just, we got right to it. We got right to it. Just get started.
0: Good that you just have the, the energy and the you put the effort forth. People see That's that right. too. People That's see that.
2: Right. Absolutely.
0: All right. So Eddie, Eddie F, same question. What advice would you give out to a young person um, who wants to start their own business creation or movement?
1: Definitely. I mean, Warren we hit it on the nose. It's about just getting started. Get it started. Make sure it happens. Um, advice, you know, if it's something that you love and it's something that you've always wanted to do, go all in. That's another thing. You got to go all in, you know? And as far as like, you know, in the beginning of the conversation too, you got to make sure you have a person like Adrian by your side as well. You know what I mean? Make sure you have that all, all in your pocket. Make sure, you know, everybody can't do everything. Everybody can't do everything, you know? So everybody has, you know, their, what, what they could do. What intrigues them more? Their avenues. Everybody has their lanes. So I would say, if everybody could stay their lanes and come to one, I mean, you're going to have a successful, a successful thing going on for yourself.
0: Very true. Very true. And lastly, Adrian, what advice would you give to a young person who wanted to start their own business, creation, or movement?
3: Um, be prepared that you know for obstacles disappointments, but also make sure you pick yourself back up and continue on. Um, You will have naysayers and pessimist people, but don't listen to them. Keep going. And um, whatever you go, also whatever you go into, make sure you do your, your, your diligence in regards to getting a lot more, get more information you need to so you can um, give it your all, you know. Don't go half step and be like, Okay, I'm gonna do this. No, go into it and just know the best, best thing to really know that you all will have some obstacles and you will fall down, will have some disappointment, but always bring yourself back up and and continue on because there's nothing to get where you want to go is not going to be an easy ride, you know. Like they always say, you're always going to have that hill to climb. And once you get to the top, you're good, you know? So just keep on striving and don't let nothing stop you, especially if that's what you want to do is your passion. Yeah, you know?
0: Right, right. Straight up. Great advice. That's great advice. Um, my next question for you guys is what keeps you motivated in this space? Like for me, what keeps me motivated is having the opportunity to talk to guys like you, having people see the show, having people listen to the show and really liking it really enjoying what they hear and having opportunities to or giving people opportunities to be heard you know giving opportunities for people to tell their stories and to just so we can have banter together right that's something that really keeps me motivated just the ability to talk to so many different people right that's something that is like one of what i kind of live for like when people send me e- emails or people send me messages hey i i started my own business you know last year too i'm from the bronze can i come on the show or Hey bro, I love what you're saying about the Bronx. I hate I love what you're talking about. Things like that. That always keeps me motivated. So for you guys, what are some of the things that get keep you guys motivated in this space? We'll start with Warren.
2: Well, I'm gonna still Eddie F's answer. Like he said, like for the people, I mean, it's the people. There's so many calls and texts and like the IG stories that we post and the reposting of other people's IG story, the happiness that they are wearing our brand. They also know the history of it. And when they see it and just love it is one of the best feelings in the world, just for the people. It's the people that that do it for me. All
0: right. And Eddie F same question. What keeps you motivated in this space?
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, Warren nailed it right there. It's exactly what it is. You know, every time I come outside with a nice fit, you know, with the Leland Legends on my Bado, and, and, you know, I got the shorts to match the, masks, the sh- you know, the t shirt and the hat. And then, you know, somebody's walking down the block like, yo, Ed, I need that. Motivation right there. Like, we're going along the right way. You know, Memorial Day weekend just passed along, and we're getting orders over here of not just a shirt. People want outfits. Motivation right there. You know what I mean. So, as far as that, the motivation is is the people. The people motivate us to get that product out. You know what I mean. And that, that's what I love about it for sure.
0: Awesome, awesome. Adrian, uh, what keeps you motivated in this space? Um,
3: seeing people wear the outfits or the clothing that they purchase, and also seeing the smiles that my brothers have on their face to know that the, the, the product that they're making is selling and being worn so it's especially it's a confirmation that what they're doing is working you know and you know, also see the numbers uh, cha-ching in the bank <laughs> <laughs> hey you're right
0: you're right that money sure I- motivates you You get your your first little change. You'd be like, okay, maybe I'm doing something right. Okay. (laughs) I feel you on that. That's the truth. That's the truth. Um, my next question for you guys is who are some of your role models in this space? If any, like who are some people that you have seen what they've done and you want to kind of incorporate it into what you do or just some people maybe that, you know, personally who have done things in the past who you picked up on what they've done, you piggybacked off what they've done um, in in this clothing influencer entrepreneurial space, right? So for me, podcasting, or just people who talk, right? I just think about guys who I used to watch, like Dave Chappelle, that's my guy. I watched him from when I was too young to be watching him to now, right? Just a guy who's honest, who's funny as hell, who comes out, you know, always, you always have a good time when you're listening to him talk. So that was kind of like one of my biggest role models, right? Watching the guys in sports talking crazy on, you know, about the Knicks or about the Giants or whomever else that you root for. Those are the guys who I really picked up things from. So for you guys, if if you guys have any, who are some of your role models in this space? Um, we'll start with Warren.
2: Uh, for me, I, role model it's kind of hard. But uh, I I can honestly say the inspiration to become an entrepreneur, it started with my daughter. My daughter, her her team of uh, wholesalers with real estate, Um, she really inspired me. I can honestly say she has inspired me because I was conditioned to, you know, the old way. You go to work, nine to five, you come home, you go back to work, you know, that routine. That's Mm -hmm. all I knew. That's all I wanted to be a part of. But she has opened up my eyes to, you know, other opportunities to make money and not just rely on making other people money. That you can make your own money. So Mm -hmm. I would say uh, I was inspired by my daughter.
0: Right. That's great. That's a great inspiration.
2: Ashley Wilkerson with Prime. (laughs) you will hear from them soon.
0: Shout them out. Shout them out. No problem. Shout them out. I got no problem with that. Let's bring everybody up. Uh, um, Eddie, have same question. Uh, who are some, if any, role models for you in this space?
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, like Warren said, you know, you know, role models, we never really knew we was going to do this. So as far as like role models as anything like that, not really people that, you know, um, that I see all the time. I'm definitely going to give a couple of people big ups, you know, um, and definitely Bronx people for sure. You know what I mean? So I want to big up, you know, the Hut. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Hut. The hut I know the yeah. Hut. But I mean, you know, that's our little brother right there, yeah. Vic. Yeah. Vic's been doing this for a long time. Mm-hmm. He's from my hood. He's from my neighborhood and I've seen him doing, putting in the work. So I'm definitely going to give Vic his props right now. You know, the Hut, big inspiration. I see they working, never jerking. You know what I mean? That's what they do. You know what I mean? And um, as far as the, you know, there, there's more people. Um, Wytale, I want to give a big shout out to Whitel. You know, the, 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 the Tail brand is a really nice brand going on right now, too. I see the brother putting in a lot of hard work. Also, BX style, you know what I mean? We, we can't forget Mike. I mean, you know, Warren got Mike over, yes, you know, with Bronx brand, and that guy is incredible. Love Mike, you know? So um, definitely when it comes to all of that, th- those, are, those are inspirations. Those guys inspire me to keep doing what I do. Definitely, those are the ones.
0: All right. That's great. That's great. And Adrian, who are some of your role models
3: in this space, if any? Um, I could say, like Eddie said, um, the heart, break from the heart. Um, I mean, I didn't mention this before. I have, I'm, Lilian Legends is the other business I'm involved in. But also I have my own accounting practice. I've been in, I've, been, I've been an entrepreneur since 2007. So I've been my own accounting firm since back way when, when I was working with an accounting firm in Manhattan. But, you know, seeing also my brothers also being involved in the world and, and doing the Powell and all this other stuff. Also is my role model because sometimes it's not easy being your own, own Trump entrepreneur. I had a lot of ups and downs and want to give up, I went back into the workforce, and I was like, wait, that's not me. Because once you be your own entrepreneur, you will want to work for somebody else. <laughs> you know what I'm mean? saying? Yeah. You, know, you don't want to wake up 9 o'clock to get to work at a certain time. So, you know, the entrepreneur, the, 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 the role models is all the entrepreneurs that I've seen and encountered has allowed me to continue on pursuing and maintaining my entrepreneurial spirit and continue on extending my hand and also excelling and giving my, you know, helping out where I can. That's pretty much it.
0: Right. That's great. That's great. Been, okay. So, we, hey, we really got to get on the phone then. I need yeah. my, I need yeah. my joint straight. Yeah. I'm trying to get my <laughs> credit score 850. I'm trying to be able to get some of these. <laughs> Some of these small business loans. I'm trying to get some of this, you know, legal bread. So I know who to call. There, I know right. who to call. Because
2: I went to Adrian when I heard about the PPP loans. I was like, "Hey, you got to get one." He was like, "No, you haven't no, been in business. No. Don't do it. You're gonna get flagged." He saved us. He straight, saved up. us. So he straight up. So know straight up. That's true because
0: there was a um a football player who used to play for the Jets. He, he did a watch. PPP he uh PPP watch. loan. Mm-hmm. And he was spending the money on Gucci, on wow. Dior. He wow. went to the casino. He was gambling. They came and snatched my boy
3: up. Wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. And I was like, oh, okay. I see. So that's, that's all for people. That's all, that's all for people that don't have somebody in their corner. Right. They think they know everybody that has their own. Beard, oh, I know. Or they have somebody that been doing taxes for so. Oh, that person. it. No. Because if that's the case, you would get the advice that you need to get, you know. But so all right. The whole game. Let me give you some info. The whole game is about to change. The IRS is about to crack down on all the people that are not licensed that prepare returns. It's in Congress. Biden's already put it in Congress. They just have to vote on it. Where everybody now needs to be licensed to do returns. Mm. See? So, Biden's, Biden, Biden's given the power to the IRS to regulate that. So it's mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of these preparers are going to be going out the window now unless they want to continue on and do education and all this other stuff. So I'm just watching it, laying in the sidelines and just watching everything go out.
0: <laughs> Let me give you young people out there some game, all right? That fast money is not the best it's because right. you, get, you cash out real quick on a PPP or SBA loan, You cash out, trust me, Mm -hmm. they are watching their money. So if you think you're going to get fly on the government's dime, you are mistaken. And you may have to sit down for a nice 10 years because you want to get cute. So be mindful when you're signing up for these loans, when you're trying to get this quick money out here. Sometimes it ain't always the best way. Sometimes it's best to build from the bottom up, not trying to get yourself a big boost, even though you may think it's going to help. And it will in the short term. But not mm-hmm. in the long term, because as fly as you was on the gram with yeah. that nice PPP, you when you got to put on that khaki jumpsuit yeah. upstate, you're gonna be like, "Oh, I shoulda, coulda, woulda." So yeah. that's just some game for y'all. Don't be so quick to take out these loans or try to get this government money. It ain't always the best way to go. Yep. Yeah. All right. right. Yeah. All right, and my last one of the the most important questions I have for you guys today is how can we leave a path for the future generation of creators? What are some things that we can do while we're in it just to leave out the groundwork or to leave out a path or just to show that the next generation that this is something that's possible? What are some ways that we can leave a a, a trail for the next generation to come and follow, whether it's in, um, fashion, making the clothing line, whether it's in podcasting or whether it's just in general entrepreneurship, what are some of the best ways that we can do that? And we'll start with Warren.
2: Uh, For me, I guess I would go back to, like I was saying, being inspired by my daughter, Uh, you know, setting those breadcrumbs early. I wish I would have had, you know, financial literacy lined up for me, but I could have passed it on to her. And fortunately enough for me, uh, she brought financial li- literacy to my life. So now that it has been brought to my attention, now I'm trying to pass that information on to my other kids. You know, my youngest son, Warren, and my youngest daughter, Lynn. So my daughter Ashley actually showed me how now to leave those breadcrumbs for the next generation. So there's a lot of opportunities out there. We just got to take the necessary steps and go get it.
0: All right. That's great. That's great. Um, Eddie, same question. How can we leave a path for the future generation of creators?
1: Oh, definitely. I mean, right now, you know, we are, we are really into legacy. I mean, we all have big families and we all stay, stay with our families all the time, you know. And, and right now, you know, for me personally, um, the family sees what's going on right now in front of their eyes. You know, they see the hard work being put in. They see they they, they see the work. They, they see the, the commitment. You know, they see the drive. They see all of this. So that's eventually, you know, it's building on them as well, giving them ideas too. You know, the daughters, you know, I got twin daughters. I got an oldest daughter, Vanessa. I got twin daughters as well. And I got a son. So I have four. And, you know, I already have eight grandchildren. So the legacy is large already. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things where, they see what's going on and they want to build on that and they see where we're going with our designs and they want to build their own company. So I would say it's, it's right in front of their eyes. Our legacy is being shown right in front of their eyes and we're getting able to see it as well. So it's, it's, it's dope. It's a dope feel.
0: Straight up. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And Adrian, uh, what are some of the ways, in your opinion, that we can leave a path for the future generation of creators?
3: Um, Offer opportunities to to teach and inspire people or the younger generation that's interested, and in to and to how to do things and help them how to avoid or better handle certain pitfalls that come up and stuff like that. Um, you know, I'm, much, I'm, I'm pretty much. For and I do this day in and day out. Like I tell everybody, they, you know, but that close to me, call me when you need any questions, any advice, in an accounting or tax stuff or stuff like that. I try to be available for them, and and, and that's how you can do it. Um, being available, open, have a, revol- a revolving door, so to speak, and and let them know that. Um, that you be here for them, and and because a lot of people when they do it on their own, a lot of people are, uh, sometimes are close-minded. They don't want to help out, and they look out for their own self-interest. And then, so it's not me. I like to what I learned through all the years I've been in this uh, field. I try to help out. There's too many misconceptions in the field, and I'm trying to dispel of all that. You know, and, you know. So my thing is just the breadcrumbs would be opening that revolving door and let it be open to people who want to take advantage of knowing and getting the information that they need. The best way to learn is to see who walked the path and, and been in there. That's pretty much what it is.
0: All right. That's great advice. That's great advice. All things that are connected in one way or the other, right? You, yeah. But Eddie and his children, they're seeing the work that he puts in. They're inspired by that. Warren having his daughter teach him some things and now he's that with the knowledge that he has, he wants to pass it on And Adrian the same thing, seeing how it's easy to fall into these wrong ways of thinking and have just to have to that right person there to lead you down the right way to say no you shouldn't do that or no, you shouldn't do this. I feel the same way when anybody reaches out to me and wants to know anything about podcasting, I take the time and I make sure I can just give them something right because. When I first started, I looked at certain people, too, and I reached out to people and they were open with their time. So I have to do the same thing for the next person. Right. The same way how I was thinking, man, I could really do this. Somebody at home is probably thinking the same thing and they probably just need a little bit of coaching just to get them to the point where they feel more comfortable and to do what they want to do in this life. So great advice from each one of you guys. Great advice. Definitely all right so moving right along you guys can follow me and hit me up on instagram and twitter at rogers neighborhood instagram is r-o-d-g-e-r-s n-e-i-g-h-b-o-r-h-o-o-d twitter is the exact same except there are no vows in neighborhood on twitter and what i do every show is i answer questions from the listeners of the show it's a great way to keep them involved it's a great way to keep them engaged it's a great way to keep them listening. It's not just me talking It's sometimes you guys ask, they, they ask great questions. It's a great way to just talk to the people who are listening to you. It's a great way to speak to them directly. So what I want to do with you guys is have you guys answer one question each from the listeners of the show, um, just to see what you guys' opinion is on some of the things that they want to know about you guys in the Leland Legends. So we'll start with Adrian. The question I have from the listeners for you is, What is the worst date that you have ever
3: been on? Um, The worst date was (laughs) I went out with this young lady and um, we went to a restaurant and all I did was start talking and talking and talking. And (laughs) after a while, I think she just got up and left me there at the table (laughs) and so so i looked around and i looked at other people and hopefully nobody saw the halif or anything like that and i just ate the salad and i just (laughs) so maybe she didn't like what i was saying (laughs) it's okay you know, I, just, I was, I was, i was you know, I was, you know, I was, you know, was first out of high school, you know, remember I was in see? old boys high school.
1: <laughs>
3: wow. So you guys are just at dinner and yeah.
1: you guys
0: are, you, you're you talk you're doing most of the I'm talking, talking. Mm-hmm. and she just said, she just grabbed her purse and, and got up it. and
3: left. Yeah. And she didn't want out. She just gradually just got everything together. And next thing you know, I'm just walking out to the, to the <laughs> <through the> exit. <laughs> and I didn't say, "Hey, wait!" I just I said, "Okay." Wow. And I'm thinking in my mind, maybe, think maybe she had to go post something. You know, I was like, "No." I waited five minutes. I waited ten. <laughs> so I said, "She's not coming back." <laughs> and you had to pay for two dinners. That's
0: terrible. <laughs> 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 Dang. Yeah. Well, if you out there listening right now, you shouldn't have left my boy Adrian because he's the <laughs>
2: that's right
0: the tax. Accountant entrepreneur, you really missed out, That's and right. I hope I hope you burning right now. You feel That's it. Right. <laughs> I hope you feel it right now that you left my boy at the restaurant. Yeah, That's crazy. That. That's,
3: right. That's crazy. I was a nice guy too. I was one of those. I was like one of those nice guys. I wasn't one of those guys. Obviously, making sure the you know one of those types of guys that make sure you open the door. Or, you know all that stuff. Mm, nope. Mm, mm, That's one that. of those women that, like, that, that was thugging the guys, I mean,
2: yo, fuck that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that, that same <laughs> <It> Raymond's <laughs> education. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't sit across nobody at the lunch table. It was a bunch of guys. Yeah, we've
3: been talking about other stuff, college. I mean, other academic
2: stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, I'm sure that was a lesson that you took with you for the rest of your life. Okay, uh, you learned yeah. that early, and you ain't make the same mistake twice. No, no, I
3: said not at all, <laughs> not at all. I know. I know. Shut up now. <laughs> I let them talk now. <laughs> that's the.
0: That's the key. That's another yeah. game. Hey, young men, you going out here on dates? Yeah. Let the young ladies just talk about themselves, and then they'll say, "Wow, you're such a good listener." There you go. That's the game. You learned it from Adrian. Adrian taught you that today. There you go. You listen. You Keep listen twice myself. as much as you talk. That's right. You you listen right. twice as much as you, you talk. Up that's that's just that's the truth that's the truth so the next question from the listeners I got is for Eddie F Eddie the the listeners want to know who is the most slept on legend in history
1: the most slept on legend in history that is a good question and I'm probably going to shock a lot of people out there but at the same time the people that really know me and know us They won't be shocked at all, you know. The most slept on legend of all time is our brother G. Smooth, Georgie lives, you know. The brother made it to 21 years old. He was only 21 years old when he was taken from us, you know. Um, And the things that he's done from born to 21, I mean, we still trying to catch up we still trying to do those things that he did. You know, he instilled in all of us Leland legends a way of life. And we abide by the G law today. Um, he had a mural in the Bronx, which our great brother P. La did the mural himself. And he did it on the corner of Leland and Archer right on our block. And if you want to talk about legendary status, that mural was there for 25 years and no one even touched it. We never had to go over it. I'm talking about the respect and the loyalty. I mean, G-Smooth was, you know, he was P Diddy. He was, he was the barge. He was, he was baby face. He was everything, man. So, um, you know, I definitely want to give props where it's due to my brother G Smooth, the original Leland legend, the one who started this all, the most slept on legend. That's right.
0: That's right. That's great, man. That's great. Give it up for our brothers who are no longer here who laid the path for us. That's right. Straight up. Straight up. And the last question I have for you guys, for the listeners, from the listeners is for Warren, and they want to know from you. Who would you most like to sit next to on a 10-hour flight and why? 10
2: hours.
0: It's a, it's a, long, like time.
2: For 10 a hours. long time. I feel a little bit of pressure because my kids are here looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> like, which one of them I'm going to pick?
0: <laughs> I not pick
2: um, any of them. Yeah, I <laughs> wouldn't
0: pick none. Right. I wouldn't pick any.
2: Actually, uh, I would The person who I would love to sit next to, I think it makes it more of, like, valuable to me because he's no longer here. That would be my brother Prince. Prince and I would sit and play chess for 10 hours. And there's really not too much talking that would go back and forth during chess because I'm trying to beat him as many times as I can. He's trying to beat me as many times as he can. But the conversations we would have in between the games, in between the moving, it, 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 it was now I see priceless. You know, sometimes we would battle over the littlest things, uh, Alicia Keys and Mary J. Blige. Do you know Alicia Keys got Lifetime Achievement Award over Mary J. Blige? And this was like maybe 15 years ago, I think. Wow. Alicia Keys didn't even have like two albums. Yeah. We battled over that discussion for so long, but it was just one of those things. I used to always be like, Yo, why you fight with me so much? And then he was like, still sharp still. Like, my knowledge going against you, I'm learning from you, you're learning from me, and it's just something that stuck with me. And we just had things in common, the conversations, the movies, music, life, kids, everything, man. Like I said, just the one thing alone, we could sit and play chess for ten hours alone. So that's great. That's great. Sit with somebody ten hours. It would definitely have to be friends.
0: That's great. That is great.
2: All my kids that's over here looking at me. Well, I mean, you only got one choice,
0: and you got multiple kids. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't even go down that fence. You don't want one of them giving you the side eye,
2: right? And one of them got a
0: big smile across their face. So
2: they still wondering who's the favorite.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You never tell. You never tell. Never tell. They all
2: are. That's right. Time
0: for first. They all are. You're (laughs) in trouble (laughs) (laughs) now. All right. Well, um, my last question for you guys is, and I will go one at a time. um, What is one thing that you want to leave the audience with today? One special lasting message that you guys have um, that you want to leave with the people Um, it could be a quote it could be just a a statement or just something that you feel inside or you always lived your life by this principle Um, what is one last thing that you want to leave the audience with today um, just as a something to remember you guys by or just a great life lesson Um, we'll start with
2: Warren uh I would want the audience to know that I love my brothers these three right here these two right here that's on the screen Eddie F and Adrian I love my brothers. I love my brother, Booby, which is who's John. I love my, bo- my brother, Prince, which is who's Marlo, my brother, George. I love my brother, Kenny Mack. I love them. Like, I am the man, the father that I am today because of my brothers. And if you take the time, you overcome some bad times during any type of relationship, you will get to a 30-plus year brotherhood or friendship, or families, bonds with so many more people. Don't let bad times take you away from something that could be legendary, which is what I have with my brothers. I love my brothers with all my heart. I am who I am because of my brothers.
1: I love you too, brother. I love you too, brother. Love you too,
0: always. All right, Eddie, Eddie F, same question. What is one thing that you would like to leave the listeners with? Yeah. Um, just as a life lesson well, or it's a great jewel? Is
1: it is interesting, Denzel, because when you broke it down, when when you even when you said you know it could be anything or even a quote, there's a quote that we live by also. You know what I mean? I want everybody to understand that the quote that we live by when my brother when my brother Prince was uh doing G's Mural. I don't know how those words appeared up there, but they became so true. And so I want everybody to know out there, you know, you know, it comes, it comes to a place where, you know, man, it's, it's, just, it's just so hard. And it goes like that, you know, from 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 Pila. But it goes like this. The love that we shared let us know nothing can separate us, not even death. Mm. So that's something that we know and we go by forever. And a quote right there that I want all the all the youngsters, everybody out there to understand, you know, that no matter what, you know, we are going to go through those times. You know, we're going to lose people that we love. But, you know, nothing can separate us. Not even that. You know, you keep believing them. Our brother G right now is going to be on 30 years that he's passed away. And I feel like he's met more people since he's been passed away than probably than he knew. 'Cause he keeps living and that's what we about. That you take that right there, baby. That's
0: right, that's right. And Adrian, what is one thing that you would like to leave the audience
3: with today? Um always remember that um always try to look yeah. for good in people and and try to be optimistic in things and try not to always succumb to the bad uh, i'm a, a star wars fan and and i'm always watching the jedi and the and the sith and all that and there is truth to that if you know if you look at the jedi and the the sith that's good and bad so you know always know that you know you know Always try to love as much as you can, not hold on to grievances, and and as long as you can't, don't don't hold on to grievances uh, unnecessarily. Try to resolve it and move forward Um, because, you know, anger can always fester quickly than happiness, and and that's always the good. Bad, evil, all that, you're always easy to succumb to that. But when talking about happiness and joyfulness, that's more difficult, especially if somebody wronged you. So as long as you try to develop that internal part of you and try to understand and try to overcome that type of hurdle, then I think you more more have opportunity to be happy because you know your mental controls everything you do. You know if you have a bad mind. The body follows. So if you have a positive mind, then you have positive output, and that's how I look at it.
0: All right, that's great from each one of you guys. I hope the audience really takes something from that. I hope they really do.
2: I, I do want to say one of the one of the brothers, my brother Vice. Vice has been a part of us. George was a singer, and Vice came along as one of G's friends, like uh, a singer. They sing together and Vice, his name is Sydney, but um we call him Vice. Everyone calls him Vice. And he's also a big part of our brotherhood Leland legend. And, you know, sorry that I didn't say his name earlier, but I love my brother Vice to death also.
1: He's been around you know, for he's been around. A lot for of brothers a long time. Brother.
3: We know. Yeah. It. He's been around for a long time and um He's the aspect he was part of the, uh, the, uh, the singing part of the crew with G and him, G and, and Vice. and he's still around and he's part of our crew just as he was at the beginning at the time when G was here. Yeah. and I love Vice too and, and hopefully we'll continue on building and he'll be part of you know what they know he came out with some type of a record right? some type of thing he came oh, yeah. out with.
2: With what, what K SoundCloud or something
3: like that. With uh with K Seven. Yeah. PKA. Yeah. So you hear more. You're gonna hear more. And hopefully he'll be on the next podcast. Everybody, maybe yeah. be part of
0: it. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, brothers, uh, first I want to say thank you, thank you for coming on the show, thank you for spending some time out with me, taking making some time and working me into your schedule. Um, I appreciate the message that you guys bring out. I appreciate the movement that you guys have. I appreciate that you guys are open and outwardly from the Bronx and so proud of it, because that's something that's very important to me. Um, I'm very thankful that I had this opportunity to speak to you guys. And uh, man, it's just it's been great. I've had a great time today. So I'm very thankful. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. I really, really appreciate it.
3: Thank you for having us. Yep. Thank, really you appreciate for
1: having yeah, thank you, Dezell. You're Great, man. Great what you're doing, man. And, and, and continue success to you as well. Thank you so much. Absolutely. absolutely. No problem.
0: No problem. No problem. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Um, so when we wrap it up here, I want you guys to reiterate your names um, and your creation name and the places that the people can reach you if they want to get in contact with you and see all of your creations. We'll start with Warren first, then Eddie and then Adrian. Um, reiterate your name and all the places that the people can reach you.
2: My name is Warren Wilkerson. Um, you can find um, our Leland Legends apparel. But do mm-hmm. you can find our apparel on Leland Legends apparel on IG. Instagram is Leland, L-E-L-A-N-D Legends
1: apparel on Instagram. That's how we go. Yeah, and if, and if you want to get at me, definitely read it with Leland Legend, the Paranormal IG. And if you want to throw in a special order, if you want to get any types of orders, you can also get me at uh, Leland Legend at F, E D F, Leland Legend at F. I'm right there.
3: And then, uh, same thing with me, um, you can reach out and order stuff uh, from what my brother said, and Eddie F. and Warren said, IG, and Facebook, and Uh, As far as me, if you want to reach out to me, you can still use the same platform and my brothers will reach out to me regardless. But I'm here as well. All right. All right. Great, great, great. And it
0: is tradition around here that we allow our guests to play a song that we fade out our podcast with. So, Legends, the honor is yours. What song would you like to play for the good people out there?
1: Tell them, Ed. Tell eh? them, Ed. (laughs) <laughs> listen man if you know us out there everybody knows us out there everybody knows we with the RB hip-hop all day there's gonna be a special shout out to all our Leland legends all our badill family everybody out there new edition all day that's all exactly day. how we doing boys to men because that's exactly what we become from boys to men baby right and that's our track there for you and yours all right
0: all right, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. And man, keep doing what you're doing, keep the legacy alive, and keep inspiring people from the Bronx to follow in your footsteps, man. Keep, keep it going. Thank, thank you. you.
1: Thank you. Hey, thank you again, Denzel. Yes, thank you. you keep doing a great job yourselves.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Round of applause for the Leland Legends, Warren, Eddie F, and Adrian. Round of applause. And that, guys, will wrap it up. Episode number 70. 70 and them things of the Bronx Bias Podcast is in the books. I'm your host once again. My name is Denzel. I want to say thank you first to the Leland Legends Uh, Eddie F, Adrian, and Warren. I want to say thank you to everyone who tunes in, who likes, who subscribes, who shares, and who supports. Uh, Please do not forget, your boy Denzel has official Bronx Bias podcast merchandise available for purchase. You can visit the website, bronxbiaspod.myshopify.com. We got hoodies on there, we got t-shirts, we got tote bags, we got stickers, and we got COVID masks with much, much more to come. I'm an independent potter from the BXNY, and the merch is just one of the best ways to help keep the podcast going the way it does. Um, So if you guys can, I understand everyone's financial situations are different, but if you guys are able, I strongly, strongly, strongly recommend Purchasing the merchandise um, just so the podcast can keep going along the way that it is. And I truly, truly, truly appreciate every single person who has purchased the merchandise from me. And we are going to fade you guys out with a great, 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 great song today, which is the Leland Legends choice. And it is called Boys Two Men by New Edition off of the album Heartbreak. And this is has been the Bronx Bias Podcast, episode 70. Have a great week. Have a great weekend out there. Be safe, and I will speak to you guys next week. We are out.